What's up, everyone? Welcome to China Mi'kmaq. I'm your host, Christopher Kong. In this podcast, we help you to understand China through its people. In each episode, I chat with a different person from China to talk about their stories, attitudes, and life in China. Through this micro lens of real people, real stories, we hope that you can gain a macro understanding about China beyond the news headlines. This episode is part of a series on Chinese consumers. We chat with a range of industry professionals and pick their brain on the latest consumer trends in China. In today's show, I speak with Shelley He. She is a business consultant who has worked for organizations such as DHL, Roland Berger, and Alibaba. I start the conversation by asking Shelley about her general observations on Chinese consumer attitudes and behaviors. Chinese consumers have very different shopping behavior uh, compared with people living overseas. It's already a quite uh, efficient and convenient e-commerce, no cash society uh, in China. So um, the consumer consumers are getting used to very um, diverse, very uh, sufficient, and very uh, fast-served uh, goods like all around them. Beyond these general observations. I wanted Shelley to zoom in on some emerging segments of the market.、Um, I think the, nowadays it's two group of people are emerging, like the female group. So、um, like nowadays everything、um, is marketed in a way that's so fancy and so、uh, attractive and.、Uh, And female are the ones driven by emotions and by promotions more than the male, so they are more、uh, irrational in that way. So there are a lot of、um, uh, campaigns running and、uh, targeting female, so-called, in China, and uh, it's uh, they were getting、uh, more confident in terms of picking up their own choices and、uh, had their own fashion sense. And desire as well. I think that's it's、um, has been booming and will continually、uh, rise in the coming years. And the second circle is the young generations, as the really young ones,、uh, early twenties.、Um, they have a pretty different co-、um, concept of China than the people who were like ten years older, because ten years, twenty years ago, China is very. Not very、uh, strong in terms of international image,、um, but currently、uh, Chinese young people are very proud of China. So the the goods made in China or the brands made in China are generally quite popular, like Miming,、uh, like Hongxingerke,、uh, like uh, uh, Boston,、uh, some Chinese brands.、Um, they Are、um, marketing in a way that、um, we can also produce good quality stuff. Not only foreign brands can do that kind of fashion, that quality, and、uh, the branding. We can also offer that, and Chinese young people buying that. So we see very obviously increase 
in made in China products selling inland China. Um, that is a main tool trend I observe um, in, in happens in China consumer markets. Thanks for sharing. That's really interesting. I'd love maybe to, to probe a bit on both of those trends that you've observed. So the mm -hmm. first one about fee, the female segment in the market, uh, do any campaigns uh, come to your mind that have successfully uh, focused on female consumers? Um, there were campaigns targeting like cosmetics, skincare, which are the two major categories in e-commerce world, and also bags, accessories uh, as well. So those are like targeting um, female groups and they were campaigns like uh, Women's Day and uh, in, in March and also in uh, recent they have this Douyin festival um, who are promoting like good goods and really good uh, made of good value mainly the the participants are a female right so these product categories are kind of skewed towards female, um, but the campaigns, is there anything kind of unique about the, do you think there's anything unique about these campaigns beyond, you know, the categories that are relevant to females that kind yeah, of yeah. make them successful? Um, there were campaigns like three Cs, uh, so like for mobile phones, cameras, you know, electrical goods, those are not specifically target female group, but uh, more actually uh, related to male group as well. Um, those are also happening in some of the platforms, are also quite successful. Uh, but the the major categories um, which are uh, occupied, the big shelf wallet, the whole e-commerce world, um, are, have this character like diverse, uh, fast changing, and then um, in a way, image attractive. So, so those are I, I see mainly China, uh, women related. Got it. Thanks, mm -hmm. Shelley. And the second insight you shared was related to growing pride and confidence in young Chinese consumers uh, about products and perhaps even services that are made in China for Chinese consumers. Um, yes, it's, that's been a really interesting trend. I'm wondering what the implications are for global multinational brands. Do you mm -hmm. think there's a, there is hope or opportunities for global multinational brands in the China market? Uh, okay, it's interesting. Um, uh, because the recent Adidas um, announced that they are uh, changing their CEO because they find um, recently for the past few years, Chinese market have a significant drop share of wallet and they don't think that CEO did well uh, in terms of uh, emphasize in China market. Um, there is a risk that if they didn't capture the booming uh, major consumer group, they might lose future shelf wallet as well. So it's really important to understand um, 
the people's behavior and people's image in this market if they want to target this market. So I think they, for the implications for foreign brands, are um, be sensitive to what's happening in China and be sensitive uh, to people's demand chain in China as well. It's very easy for uh, the international brands have this taken for granted um, thinking that, oh, I just produce the previously good quality product and uh, the product like leading by foreign KOLs is good enough to lead other places fashion trained. That is um, previously thinking. And now they might need to consider more of what people are thinking in their local market, the fashion trend. And uh, what are they think it's um, like worth of money spending as well. That brings us to the end of our episode with Shelley. On our Instagram account, you can find more information about some of the topics we covered today, including the Chinese brands that Shelley referred to. This has been China Mi'kmaq. Thanks for joining us. If you found value from today's show, there are three things you could do. First, you could give us a rating. Second, follow us on Instagram, at China Mi'kmaq. Third, you could share this episode with a friend. And while you're at it, tell them how much you appreciate them. I'd like to share how grateful I am for Susie on audio production. Thanks, Susie. Be sure to tune in to our next episode on China Mi'kmaq. Until then, bye for now.